What's going on, Sibs Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Sibs on Sports. It is Monday, October 4th. This is episode number 28. Dan, Pat Daddy in the house. We're about to wrap up week four in the NFL with a Monday night game tonight. But Patrick, Tom Brady returned home last night. Tom Brady, the return of Brady and Belichick. We've been circling this as probably like the most hype, craziest regular season game with the drama, with the return, oh, yeah. the, the, the greatest coach against the greatest quarterback. All the years, six Super Bowls between them, and how many division titles? Endless division titles. Oh, endless. Nonstop. Yeah. The game was kind of poopy, and it was rainy, it was nasty. It, like, the game didn't really live up to it, but the hype and everything going into it. Tom looked more dialed in and more fired up going into the, the game. Yeah. I think that he treated it like it was a Super Bowl. Like, you yeah. know, he was intense. It, they, they weren't as sharp. I think he was a little too pepped up, but, I mean, he got the job done. I think Belichick threw out everything he could with their their defense came to play. Mac Jones looked pretty solid for the most part. Um, but, you know, this didn't light up the scoreboard that we, we might have thought. I mean, I, I going into it, I thought Tom was going to throw three touchdowns over under. I thought it would probably Me be a too. little bit around that time. But, I mean, Belichick came to play. I think it was a good battle. But ultimately, the end result is what I thought. I thought Tom would get the W and whatnot but i mean belichick definitely had a good game plan for him uh was it belichick did you see uh his son out there just uh, oh dude was he the star of the game <laughs> i cannot stop watching the videos and the gifts <laughs> of him it, it is remarkable what is he doing what I, kind of play call that guy is he's <laughs> he's crazy man if you look at his face he's crazy i hope when the patriots players come in today for treatment and all that type of stuff they're just playing a reel of him and his faces i need to see a weekly video of him yeah i need to see more close-ups of him every single week of this guy because he's looking like the most interesting man in nfl right now which is crazy because you have belichick that literally will give you no facials no information you know he's very cut and dry and then this is his offspring which is just tongue complete on opposite yeah is he on speed what is he going on i mean what is this guy he's all hopped up on the so the salt he's on and whatnot, like that. he's on something but yeah. regardless i mean it's it's amazing that we went to that when we had the brady and the uh belichick battle but Hey, Tom got it done. I still think that they are the class of the NFC. And we are, I mean, we haven't done a podcast in a while. So we have a lot of football. We're about a quarter way through the season yeah. to catch up on who we like and whatnot. But I I still think that they have the torch because they are the reigning champs. And when it comes down to a pressure game, I I go with him more than anyone in the, in the entire league or any in history. Yeah. So that's where I stand with that. So he ultimately got it done and we'll see what moves forward with uh, Mac Jones and Belichick. Yeah. My, my quick take on that game. Um, first of all, the amount of coverage it got throughout the entire week, you would have thought it was like the greatest Super Bowl to ever be played because it got exhausting to a certain point. Yeah, sure. Tom Brady was coming home. We get it. Uh, huge shout out to Mac Jones. I think that was probably his best game of the season. And I think he kept the Patriots in the game, especially when I think total they had, I might have even been negative rushing yards or maybe like four rushing yards. So mm -hmm. he had to throw that whole game to keep them in the game. I think he did a really great job, obviously under the pressure of playing against the greatest of all time, you yeah. know, taking over the reins of an organization that he obviously left. Um, right. I would say, even though Brady did get the W and I agree with you, I think it's just a lot of pressure and maybe he was a little too amped up for the game. I thought as soon as I saw the matchup, I thought he was going to hang 50 points on him. He's coming home. He's going to go off. I would say Bill Belichick won the matchup 
between Brady and Belichick because of the on the defensive side. I, sure. I think Brady was kind of just couldn't figure out, you know, what what defense was coming. Like you said, he was throwing them all kinds of different looks and everything. So to keep Tampa Bay with that type of offense to 19 points, I think that's really impressive. Yeah. Um, but like they are, they're they they are the defending Super Bowl champions. They have all the talent in the world. They do have the greatest of all time. It is the NFL. Not every game is going to be a blowout. So they happen to run into a really difficult game, but they got the win, and that's all you need to do. And it puts them at three and one, puts the Patriots at one and three in that division. So and 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 to help your point, a few inches to the right, that kick is that kick is in. It hit no. upright right there. So I mean, we're we're having a whole different conversation yeah. about Belichick getting it done. So I yeah, you're right. I mean, yes, the field goal kicking this year has been anomaly. It's, I mean, we had the, we had the greatest kick of all time, the furthest yeah, one, the top right? and then we have we have missed extra points all the time. Yeah. It's just such a a crapshoot right we're here with like so many deciding games that come down to these field goal kickers. So I mean, I mean bad football. weather and stuff, but you get paid to do a job. Your job is to make that kick. So unfortunate for the Patriots, but I I mean, like you said, it was it was a a good game, but not a good game on the offensive side of the ball. It was just kind of blah as you watched it go through. Yeah. Uh, but it was nice to see Belichick kind of keep Brady in check and Brady trying to figure out how to put more points on the board. For uh, sure. For sure. But I don't think it was one of the top three best games of the day. Oh, no. It was know? actually probably one of the worst, I think. You know, there was a, some pretty darn good games. I'll give I you mean, two games that I think were two of the best games, and they are two of the worst teams in the NFL, and that's the Jets and the Giants taking those the games Jets to overtime. OT. Like a I mean, good Saquon sighting right there. You know, yeah. like, gosh, he, he came in clutch towards the end of that game, you know, and Danny Dimes, amazing that they came back and won that thing. But uh, they, yeah. I was I was very shocked by that game. I was I don't know if I'm more shocked by the Jets winning and Zach Wilson looking like he can play in the NFL after a really rough start to his NFL career. What? Or if it's his tennis. deep throws are really a sight I mean, though. When he when he when he told Corey Davis keep going, keep goes down and just laid a perfect ball to him. So I mean, there's definitely moments for Zach Wilson that looks like all right we got something yeah. here and that was a big win for him against it they were a big underdog with that Tennessee team I know that they're riddled at wide receiver right now but they actually got after Tannehill though they, they had did. like a bunch of sacks I think it was on the game. nine sacks in the game That's something insane. along those lines yeah. I watched some of that game because I'm in the New York market I'll say this um Tannehill holds onto the ball for so long so yeah. I think some of those sacks are on him and not necessarily his offensive line they didn't sure. have Julio Jones they didn't have AJ Brown but I still thought Tennessee should have won that game so yeah. I'm a little iffy with Tennessee we, you know they obviously picked up Julio Jones in the offseason and I I said going before that trade I thought that they were going to be a playoff team that didn't make it this year then they acquire Julio Jones and I'm like they might win that division and I don't think they're going to be a playoff team if they keep playing the way they're playing. Yeah, the wow. mad inconsistent. Mad inconsistent on the, on their offensive line is inconsistent. Their defense yeah. is inconsistent. And the receivers aren't necessarily taking that big big uh, big step that we yeah. thought it would happen. Because like, we did that, the dynamic duos of the best wide receiver tandem, and mm -hmm. we put them at number one. We so did. we just on paper. And, I mean, we look foolish right now because, I mean – they they yeah. probably aren't even the top five would you say i mean no granted by injuries but julio has looked all right yardage wise but how are they translating them to wins are they translating to wins not really no they're not and you know derrick henry's definitely doing his part back to back 150 plus yard rushing games um but they got to figure it out on the offensive side of the ball especially in the passing game because julio and aj are not living up to the hype that 
was created for them. And they kind of brought it upon themselves because AJ was recruiting Julio to come. Like, let's go. He came. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now you're not doing a whole lot. The AFC South might is is the new NFC East. I think the worst division. Hundred percent. I mean, the Colts getting off to a rough start. They got to win. Good job last yeah, yesterday. But Titans inconsistent. The Texans. I mean, they're playing hard. But I think everyone looks at te- Texans on the schedule and they're like, all right, that should be a win. Yeah. And, and with the Jags, I mean, Jags played again. Played good on Thursday. They played pretty good Thursday night. I t- I texted you Thursday. I said I think the Jags are due. Yeah. Looked like it was going to happen, but then the Bengals, and then the, then you run into Bengals that look like they're new and improved. The AFC North just the as three and one Bengals. Yes, they're on the top of the division, Bengals yeah. technically off the tiebreaker, because uh yeah, but I mean it's uh it, it's good the AFC North, but uh going back to that AFC South, like they they're just brutal. It is it is bad, and you would think even Jacksonville 0-4. I mean, a lot of football left, but they're not necessarily out of the division right now, and they haven't won a single True. game because that's how bad that division is. It's uh, a lot like the NFC last year. It might, it it might be a 7-9. and nine. Now it's going to be 7-10 and 10 or something yeah. like that with, with the new – with an added game. Like, that could be really rough to have a division like that, but we'll let's see. Let's go to that NFC East, though. Um, okay. to, I mean, there's a lot that All we right. can touch on, obviously. I'll start with, we've already talked about Danny Dimes, Saquon, pulling out the win. Jalen Hurts looks fantastic as an NFL quarterback. Unfortunately, he's with the Eagles. They're one and three. They've had a couple tough matchups, so you know, I trying to pull that out. I will come up here, and I'll get right. Dallas, you are for real. You are they a contender. Are Not only you should run away with this division. They're, they're going to run away with this division because their defense not only is better, their defense is looking outstanding, and they're turning the ball over. They're getting sacks. Trayvon Diggs, is he the best Rookie, player? right? Trayvon Diggs is – no, he's second year, man. Second Trayvon year, Diggs. that's no, right. Yeah, Mika Parsons is a rookie. That's but, who, that's right. uh, Trayvon Diggs, is he, he could win NFL MVP right now. He has five picks in four games. In four two, games. <laughs> two of them to the house. So that means he's on pace for 25 <laughs> – 20, 20 interceptions. That's like insane. That, uh, like that. No, even more than that. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, some, it's crazy. Uh, but uh, – it's they they are look for real. Dak looks great. He's getting everyone yeah. involved, and Zeke is running hard. He's he's showing flashes right there. And you know their one loss is against the NFC reigning champion. Game, yeah, week one, was, and it was a dog fight. Yep. So, uh, you know Dallas should coast to this division right here. The NFC East had a good week yesterday, though. I mean, Giants got a win. Yep. And uh, my football team, which I have a lot to say about that. Yes, is, you do. Is, is there, but. You know, they just are very, very underwhelming. They're lucky to be two and two. I, I just want to throw out there, and we can, we'll just stay with it right now so you can get it out. The biggest shock to me coming out of last year going into this year is that defense. The defense. I and just – we, we can't You haven't any- changed personnel. What happened? Yep. Nothing has changed personnel. Nothing has changed with the coordinator. It. We are the – one of the worst, like 32 out of 32, 31 in every – defensive category yards a game rushing yards points a game we are third down defense we are the worst team on third down it yeah. could be third and 17 and they still convert that it's like at a 60 percent rate that every team is converting on third downs and these aren't game breaker plays here that you got danny dimes you got matt yeah. ryan they got all these quarterbacks are having their best games against our defense what was supposed to be a elite defense. And that ended the season elite. almost at number one, right? Last year. And and I gotta I gotta say we invested everything in our first round picks up front. They're not getting any pressure. Our secondary and our middle linebackers, all our linebackers are bad. 
but it's just it's not good it's it's on the players and the coaches and yeah. we you know everything that we build our team for is not right and our offense has been keeping it in it keeping us in it with Heineke Tainter, Taylor is, Heineke man he's, he's a baller been, he's been very fun to watch and he is a baller but he's been getting it done and will unless our offense turns into like the Kansas City Chiefs we have no yeah. shot of being a real threat in this league so uh in our division either too so and our schedule is brutal down the way we got saints we got chiefs we got packers we got carolina we got we got tampa we got we got everything coming at it we got a rough road yeah we got if we're we're giving up all these points what are these real quarterbacks going to do we got seattle it's just gonna it's not looking good yeah i mean i just with chase young and like we said montez sweat and that the, the what they did last year coming into this year and not seeing him get pressure it's disappointing and the offense is carrying them but in the nfl oh. you only need one right week to kind of get you going so maybe it's they true. figure something out during the middle of the week going into this next week um but we're, that, is, we're that to me is one of the biggest we're, shots. we're panicking over here in dc like watching everyone is just saying what happened what happened what went wrong what is going on with the defense and yeah. there it's a mystery right now i mean they're just i don't think everyone's they're not playing as one heartbeat they're not playing as one unit they're all playing for themselves right now they're not staying in their disciplined in their gaps i mean chase young i mean i, I love the guy but he's blowing past upfield every single time when like maybe you should I, I I I can't explain it. It's just a different team. <laughs> He's like, I got no words. <laughs> it's it's uh, but it, it. I'm watching the game every time on third down. I'm like, they're gonna convert this, and they have. It's been miserable. That's frustrating. So, yeah. With the heroics of a missed field goal, if if they with the one false start on the Giants game or a fluke play by Heineke, we could be an 0-4 team right now, and that's what it feels like. But we're lucky to be two and two. So. Who's, who knows? It's a long season, but we yeah. do not feel very confident going forward with what we've seen in four weeks. Well, let's go to another supposed to be dominating defense and what I thought was supposed to be the best game of the week in the 3-0 and Arizona Cardinals versus the 3-0 and St. Louis Rams, who you and I right. have texted, texted back. Oh, sorry, Los Angeles Rams. <laughs> wow. Better dollar um, in the jar. <laughs> you and I were texting back and forth saying, I mean, they are the best team in the NFL as of, you know, the first three weeks. And they, they looked pretty close to unstoppable. And then you get the Arizona Cardinals that come into SoFi Stadium yep. and pretty much dominate that whole game. Right. Right. I, I, mean, I did not see Arizona defense doing that. Yeah. Offensively, Kyler was able to do anything he wanted. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kyler, let's that's, that's be real. I mean, he has taken another step this year. Yep. Um, I, I still have I'm a little bit on – I don't know if I fully trust Arizona just yet. Sure. Um, because it's, 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 a, it's a long season, and they've had wins like this against Seattle like last year in division games. But, uh, but they, they definitely put – the Los Angeles back to you know to the yeah to the working ground. They yeah. got to figure something out. Brought them back down it. to earth. Brought them back down to earth. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, Donald, you thought they would be a little bit more dominant or a mm-hmm. little bit more contained and then disciplined, but that it, that really didn't happen. Yeah, I mean, I I like the addition of the two back system with Edmonds and Connor. Connor's been yeah. running really hard coming out yeah. of Pittsburgh. I mean, he probably looks at the picture now and says, "Thank God they sent me away." Um, cause yeah. he's, he's on an undefeated team in a really competitive division. Pittsburgh oh. is a whole nother story with big Ben right now. Uh, but I just, I did not see the Rams D letting Arizona put up that many points, especially at home and how dominant that they've been. Like you said, the Aaron Donald's, the Jalen Ramsey's, I mean, 
and Arizona was able to do what they want. And Kyler, I mean, he's tough. He's so quick. And for defensive linemen and linebackers, if you're not taking the right angle on him, you have no chance. I mean, one one step ahead and you're not catching up to him. And that's how he's extending plays. He's picking up those third downs, you know, moving, moving the chains and keeping drives alive. But I agree with you. I, I, if I remember correctly, they started pretty hot last year too. I think they were like three and one out of, through the first four games, and yeah. then all of a sudden they just started taking some L's. So well, their offense is humming. I mean, they're averaging yeah. like thirty-five points a game, or yeah. they're, they're 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 up there. They're they're, they're at least putting 37, 38, 34, 31. Like and that's what Hopkins right is not doing a whole lot the last two games. You know, yeah, you having that rib injury. So yeah, you got to spread the wealth. Green's been playing good. Your Rondell Moore yep. has shown flashes. So has Kirk. So Anyone, any man to get it done. Like you want to keep the defense guessing. So that's what I think. That's what they've been doing. It worries me being a Niner fan in that division, seeing them at four and zero, and obviously the Rams three and one. We have Arizona next week, so yeah, eh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll um, see what happens, though. They you got to be consistent that every yeah. week, any given every Sunday. week. So, and I, I'm still not riding off. I still put an NFC. I still have right now i still have the rams as a big contender no matter yeah. what even after this sure. loss rams big contender i mean you got to talk about green bay green bay still doing things up there that they they, they are seem to be, they are rolling now a, after that first week everyone was well worried but i mean they're they're just coasting right now you got tampa so we we, we could see after you know it's a plenty plenty of season left yeah oh uh, absolutely um you said we mentioned the cowboys i want to ask your opinion on the carolina panthers i mean it was a tough matchup cowboys offense is is fire and they can put up a lot of points i was texting with you because we were talking about some of the undefeated teams that we didn't think were going to be undefeated in the raiders that play tonight and before yesterday obviously the panthers and i said i was more a believer in the panthers being undefeated than i was the raiders being undefeated yeah. Panthers play the Cowboys. It really wasn't as close as it. No, was. that's exactly. Um, I'm glad you said that because the score makes it look a lot closer. Yeah, the, the Dallas had full control of this thing. They did in the second half. They they kind of let up a little bit. Um, I would have loved to see this game with a healthy McCaffrey. I know Chuba Hubbard. I came think it would have been a difference. I think it it could could have just made it a little bit more even, and um, you know, you could really see the shift in power of, of who's really got it, but. I mean, Dallas, Dallas, that's more owed to Dallas. I think they made it look like they had full control over a very much improved team that could be on the playoff bound. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you this, even with that game, like you said, there was no Christian McCaffrey. So I think that obviously is going to play a difference. I don't know if they necessarily would have won the game, but Carolina's offense and, you know, their defense came against a high powered offense um, and they didn't really play a whole lot the first three weeks. That's why they were listed at number. I think they had Jacksonville, the Jets and someone else, the Mm -hmm. Carolina D. So that's why they were so high up. And then you run into the Cowboys and uh oh, but DJ Moore, good God, the season he's having Sam Darnold. Has the most season. rushing touchdowns in the yeah. NFL. Yeah, he does. That's cool. It was that like um, six or so. I think he had five, five or six. Yeah, he That's had two, crazy. another two yesterday. And yeah. you, you said that going into the season. I'll give you kudos for that one. That you said he'd be a top ten fantasy quarterback, and he's definitely living up to that. So, yeah. like to see him get Christian McCaffrey back and stay healthy. I still believe in the Panthers. I do. Yeah, I, I think. Do. I think they're a really good football team. I think their defense is a good defense. Yeah, um, they just ran into a powerhouse and couldn't keep up. That's pretty much what exactly. that game was. Exactly, they've been a nice, nice uh, surprise and good for Darnold too. You know, yeah. getting away from Gase, getting away from New York, and then just coming into his own right now and just uh, finding his spot. And he's got good weapons around him too. So they look like the team that could be around for a while if they sure. just keep rolling. 
I do want to ask you, um, you brought them up, you know, a little bit earlier, but because you guys are going to face them down the road. But what, what's your opinion on the New Orleans Saints? Two and, two and two New Orleans Saints. Just like how mysterious that is in uh, New Orleans and, and the Bayou and yeah. all like the mysteries. <laughs> I think that's the same exact thing with the Saints. It fits right with the Bourbon Street and the tales of that. I, I can't get a read on this I don't team. know, yeah. I can't, I can't figure out which team is going to show up, which Jameis is going to show up, and that's kind of been the story of his career. I mean, their defense looks good at times, you yeah. know, and then, then at times they kind of – I feel like when they're the heavy favorite – they like kind of like lay down a little bit. And then when they're a big underdog, like these play up to their competition and crush. So I don't know. We play against them this week. So I, I would so, like to see bad Jameis show up. Yeah. Um, uh, what in uh, the Taysom Hill red zone is still. He's a shot. monster when he runs, man. Love that. Yeah. Every Alvin Kamara owner hates it, but which yeah. is me. So yeah. it's, it's crazy. Cause they, he gets all the yards, but down in the red zone, they don't give it to him, but it's, I think they're a good team, but I don't put them as a contender. No, I, put I don't them put them. Yeah. Contender or pretender. I think they're more pretender. Yeah. I just think there's too many question marks, like you yeah. just said. And I, I don't, I was watching part of the game and at the moment in the game, and it was later in the game where it had, I think Kamara had 120 rushing yards, but at that moment he had no targets in the passing game. And yeah. that I don't understand with Sean Payton, because you don't obviously have a Michael Thomas. You're pretty limited in the receiver end of yeah your lineup Jameis has never been a big check down guy that's why you will rather give a receiver a shot when he shouldn't you know that's why but you're not utilizing one of the biggest weapons you know in the NFL out of of the backfield or even in the passing game and he's a hell of a receiver so I think they got to get him figured out in the passing game before we can really figure out who the Saints actually are but I don't I don't see them as a competitor and I actually like the matchup for you guys going into next week personally but yeah we'll see <laughs> we can't stop a nosebleed Jameis might have five <laughs> yeah. touchdowns though so um uh let's talk about Kansas City Chiefs get to Kansas 500 the, what are the, out. the two and two Kansas City Chiefs two huh? and two. at the bottom of the division Kansas City Chiefs I know now I I thought that this could happen this year I mean I I picked that the Chargers would win the division just yep. because I thought it's going to be hard for a team to have consistently dominant seasons like all the way through year and after they, year after. they were coming in and I know Mahomes there was a quote that said we want to go 20 and 0 and I, it's hard life comes at you fast though yeah. like when you when you can kind of speak that into existence it's uh it's a lot a lot of pressure and um I think they've just been a little stagnant and, like I feel like he's had some miscues I mean he still leads the league in touchdowns like he's got like 11 yeah so they can still strike at any moment and Tyreek Hill good gosh like, what, what, do you want to double cover him or you can't because then there's Kelsey. So, it's it's just crazy. He just had a field day yesterday. He went nuclear. He did. Insane. But um, they can strike like that. 190 and three TDs. Their biggest concern is their defense. And I think it looks more vulnerable this year than it has in the past two seasons when they went to the Super Bowl. Um, in the running game, it hit or miss too. You don't know what, what if they're going to really – force feed the run or whatnot so I'm not worried I'm still think they're a contender um I just think it's going to be more of a growing pains type of season for them where they're going to be battle tested I still think they can strike at any given time and be lethal but I'm not putting them out of contender just because they're 500 right now 
Yeah, I mean, I think the only way you beat the Kansas City Chiefs is you have to outscore them. Their defense isn't going to stop anybody, but yeah. you have to be able to limit their offense, and I think yeah. that's the bigger challenge for any of the defenses they face. I don't think they worry so much about their defense and making stops. Yeah. It's when their offense gets limited, yeah. that's when they get themselves in trouble. But I think they average 30 or 35 a game. And no, I think they're up there. Yeah. Two losses they have, they, they were outscored. Up. Right? Charge, charge. Well, that's normally how you lose. You can no, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Touche. You no, know, right. but, but you know what I mean at, at a Ravens, higher level. Yeah, yeah. That rate and the, the teams they lost to the Chargers and the Ravens. I mean, they're both playoff okay. teams, and you know, like that Ravens put everything into that game to go yeah, for them fourth down and and all the things they need. Like they played that game like they needed it. So that loss, I'm not like foreshadowing Kansas City that bad because like they just lost by a point. And then the Chargers, I think, are for real. I just think that they are going to be good, and they're taking that next step. Um, And uh, as as long as they can fix those red zone woes that they have a little bit, um, but I think Chargers are going to be good. But I am not panicking about Kansas City. Me neither. They're just too too explosive. Division looks a little sharp. I I do think Denver, it was a little fluky 3-0 when you play the Giants and the Jags. To open your three weeks out, you were yeah. like, "Can we trust this three and zero?" And then with Teddy B going down, who knows how? Long I think that's a big loss for them. I, yeah. I really do because I think he's kind of kept them on the straight and narrow, and he's a better mm-hmm. decision make decision maker than Drew Locke. So I, that yes. could be that could be trouble for them. But yeah. they do have a, they have a fantastic defense. Obviously, they didn't show up yesterday, but they do have a really good defense. Yeah. Um, I shouldn't say they didn't show. I mean, they held the Ravens to twenty three, which isn't actually terrible. Yeah. Uh, but let's go right there to your Ravens, Lamar Jackson. Dude, yeah. I, I said it this year. This man's going to throw that ball, and he's yes. been all over the yard, and he looks great. I know. I mean, and if Hollywood Brown would an amazing touchdown oh. catch this this week, but if he would have caught like two or three from the week before, Lamar yeah. is right up there with touchdown passes. Mm-hmm. But what's even the running backs go down between Gus Edwards and um, J.K. Dobbins, like – Lamar's right up there in rushing for nope. <laughs> in the top 10 of rushing yards for a quarterback, which is gnarly. Um, but what's most impressive is seeing the connection him and Harbaugh have together because it, they really feel like they have good chemistry and that he believes in his quarterback and his guy more than anything. And that 42 game, uh, rushing streak of the that, that they went yesterday. Yeah, the they, they, he did a they, kneel. They didn't. They didn't kneel. They did yeah. a. They did a run for it just to make sure they kept that record. So I just think that they are tough. They they're always in hard hard out. And Lamar, I just think he's just built different. And I think he's just a competitor. And he doesn't care that who the opposition is or whatever the feat is. He he shakes off bad plays and he's right back in your face. I just love that about Lamar Jackson. Yeah, and like you said with Harbaugh and just how much he believes in him, he, he, he asks him what he wants to do instead of telling him what he wants to do. And I think that yes, yeah. puts all – as a quarterback, trust. that's all the confidence and trust that you would want from your head coach. Um, I, I love to watch him. And, dude, Baltimore's there every single year. That's and, just how and they are. There, and if there was a year that, where they were going to slip up, it would be this year because you heard all the Dropping injuries everybody. going in. Peters, everyone, like, they, you're like, oh, man. Yep. I even said I was like, man, I, I had them in the championship game. I was like, do I – or I was I was gonna pick them up there, but it's they they're always there. They're just always there. They're consistently 
good. Yeah. On time. So. They between their running back issues and the Niners running back issues, the the thing that they have that I'm hoping the Niners get, and maybe we'll see it this week because Jimmy G's gonna be out with an injury, is mm-hmm. if Trey Lance can somewhat mimic what Lamar Jackson does. Because like you were saying, with all you know, losing all those running backs and everything, you get Lamar Jackson. Okay, well that dude can rush, so there's no issues. Well, we saw a little bit of it from Trey Lance in the second half last week, and obviously that's just another added um, another added dynamic that defenses yeah. have to cover with being able to throw the ball, which Lamar's doing all this year big time. Sure. Trey Lance can throw the ball. Let's see if he can run. But that's kind of what I look towards as a Niner fan, to be like, look, if you guys can kind of do what Baltimore's doing, I mean, they're not on the same level. Lamar is a completely yeah. different player than Trey Lance. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But if he can work kind of in that direction – as a Niner fan, I'd be a little bit more happier with that. But, yeah, I mean, the injuries are ridiculous. Yeah, for sure. Well, you got to touch on your Niners now. You've been waiting this long. The two and two Niners, how you feel going in for the season? I'll say this. I think we started the season pretty well. I have not been pleased with the offensive play calling the last two weeks from Kyle Shanahan, yeah. which is – Okay. I, I don't Get know him. what it is. Maybe it's the injuries to the running back, and he just doesn't trust in them. I mean, Trey Sermon didn't do terrible yesterday. almost had 100 yards. I think he was averaging like five yards a carry, which is pretty nice. Um, but I just – I don't know what it is. The play calling last week was really bad. There was some – they passed so much, and I know they didn't have a lot in the in the running game, but he's got to be better than that. I mean, he is a better play caller. He's one of the best play callers in the NFL. And I just, I don't know if he hasn't come up with a game plan that really works with the team that they're playing. I mean, we, the whole first half I th- or the first quarter, I think Russell Wilson had like eight passing yards. Yeah. And you they, know, they, yeah, they you guys contained Russ the first half and then second and half. We couldn't do anything different. on offense and they don't have a great defense. If you look at their rank, oh, I mean, they're, they're like they're, 32, maybe even be yep. 32 of 32. Yeah. In yards a game, they're 32 of 32. And yeah. I was saying this to my son because he's a Niner fan too, and I'm like, I don't understand. We keep stopping Russ, and we only have seven points on the board. I said, we can't do that. They're going to come back. And what happened? Sure enough. Yeah. Sure enough, they came back. You're not going to contain Russ an entire game. It's just not going to happen. But you have to put those points up on the times that you can stop him, and the Niners' offense didn't do that. I don't know, again, if it's running game, if it's Jimmy Garoppolo, who actually didn't start out too bad. But for me, watching them and as a Niner fan and watching Kyle Shanahan, I think his play calling the last two weeks has, has been the issue for us. True or false, did you break anything in your house when you saw that Russell Wilson touchdown escape sack and touchdown throw? Because I was like, how did, he, <laughs> how did he escape that? How did they let him get out? And then there's three defenders yep. right by the pass. And I was just like, right in the corner. How did, of the, yep. how did he do that? And how did they let him do that? You know, it was just crazy. He's just so damn good. And I think you didn't break just, anything. That, you didn't break your remote. I did not. I actually walked out of the room. Cause at that oh, point okay. I was like, all right, this game's over. Like we're not, I really heated. We're not coming back. I just, and then I, it's almost like I saw this happening in the first half when we were in control of the game, like we're going to get to the end and this is what's going to happen. Damn. And sure enough, it freaking happened. It is. So I feel I don't like know, Seattle, has got, Seattle has gotten your number lately. I think they do. Bit, so, but, uh, but you know, you got you got to play him again. You play him like that. So yeah, and the problem is, those are our those were the last two weeks were our home games. So first mm-hmm. two home games, zero and two, Green Bay, Seattle. So we're winning on the road, but we can't win at home, which is that's a problem. So we'll yeah. see. We'll see playing Arizona four and zero this week. You know, it's any Let's given see. Sunday, but yeah. And let's see if uh, I'm worried. <laughs> Kingsbury train and this defense from Arizona yeah. still holds through because. 
you know, this was a team that I think we did, you know, a few pods ago that we did like a shit or get off the pot. And they, the Arizona was on there. Yep. And we, you know, that we had them. They, they were the, the big ones that were like, they need to take the next step. So far, so good. But it is a long season. Well, let me ask you this before we move off of football, unless there's other stuff we want to cover. But Big Ben, Pittsburgh. He looks like he should have retired last he season. Look, yeah. he, like he, he just doesn't – he had one long throw, but he just does not have the zip. It, the Pittsburgh – Can't I, move. He can't move. It, it's not good. People are getting injured. It's just – it's not promising. The offensive line's not very good. Uh, the defense has kind of fallen apart a little bit. They can only hold so much. Big Ben, it's just rough seeing this this guy like this. He just looks like a mutant out there. You think that there's a point in the season where Tomlin makes a switch, or is he just going to ride him? I, but just just so he can close out his career. Yeah, I, what do you I, switch I, to? I, I Mason I, Rudolph or Dwayne Haskins? Or Dwayne Haskins? I, mean, Haskins, I agree. No, no, I don't think he can do that. Yeah, I think he got to try to see just off of his. You know, he's. I know he's a first ballot Hall of Famer and all time in Super Bowl champion, but I think like that alone gives him this season to ride it out sure. you know if he came back for it but i can't imagine him being benched unless he has like a crazy turnover game or something that's just yeah. like all right ben chill out you know we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll you're, you're done for you're done here wait, wait you know wait for next week but it's rough you know it's, one it's three, rough yeah one and three and they're in a division where they're one and three and all the the three other teams are three and one so afc the, north man the pack is separating from themselves and cincinnati Bengals are right there and joe burrow we were very iffy on you know rookie coming off a really bad injury how and is he gonna look all and three I, of us you me and stewie we're all against the jamar chase pick yeah and look at us we are eating crow with that one that guy's I, got like five tds every him. single game that he plays i just eat more and more crow because yeah. the guy couldn't good. catch a ball in the preseason and the guy can't drop a ball in the regular season doing good doing, doing good. good and joe yep. burrow looks great um went to the gym today i'm a little disappointed i got to look at my roster apparently joe mixon's injury is worse than expected oh. he now downgraded to doubtful for this week brutal so that's a little bit of a hit to yeah. not only me personally but for the Bengals because he's he's been having a pretty good season he's for them, been having a good open year up the passing game that's been his uh bugaboo though his injury yeah. just staying on the field because he's got the talent and he could be always a top five running back top five top ten but he's never really on it's, the field. Yeah. That's uh, tough. Tough to hear that. Struggle. Yeah. Um, Buffalo Bills, rough week well, one. They figured it no, out since then. They're good. They're, <laughs> they're still good. contenders. They're still contenders. <laughs> not like How about it. this? How about this stat, which I did yeah. not know until I looked it up and I would have never guessed it. Yeah. Best overall defense in the league is the Buffalo Bills. Oh, yeah. For sure. I, did not, I, I would not have guessed that. I believe it. My team played them last week, and they were looking and they, <laughs> pretty fierce out there. They were pretty. You got to good. see it firsthand. Ball hawks. They had, you know, their their corners are great. Their linebackers yeah. are fast, and they get pressure with their front four, where they don't even have to blitz. So, they're good contenders for yeah. sure. Emmanuel yeah. Sanders, um, little resurrection for Buffalo looks good. What other uh, any other contender pretenders? Like I think, dude, Miami. How disappointing has Miami been? I know you get lost to a. But like they, they they had some hype coming into the season still with all their pieces. But that's another team who was a great defensive team last year. Yeah. Didn't lose a lot of people. Yeah. And they're not a good defensive team this year. So yeah. I, I don't know what I don't know what's going on with them. Um I will say with Tua being out, 
I don't I don't necessarily say you buy into Tua still, but I think you he has a longer leash now because you see without him when with Jacoby Prissett, he sure. was doing a whole lot more for that offense than what Jacoby can do. So I think it gives him a longer leash once he's healthy and can get back in and play. But I still have that iffy card out with Tua. Um, yeah. But he had, he had a good start to the season. But, yeah, that's one team that I thought at least their defense would keep them in games, and that's, nope. not, that's not happening. Not this year. No, Minnesota sure. Vikings. Minnesota Vikings, one. I mean, I think they're, they are a little bit better. What are they, one and three right now? They're one and three. Dalvin Cook didn't play last week. He played that's very little thing. this week. I think they're a little bit better than their record, though. I think they've been in every single game. I yeah. mean, they lost to the Bengals week one. That was kind of close. They lost to Arizona, which I think I end up was like – That was a pretty close game, yeah. Kind of close game. They lost to Green Bay. Um, no, they didn't lose to Green Bay. They lost to Seattle. No, they beat Seattle, sorry. And then they lost to Cleveland. Yeah. And Cleveland, Which was think, only 14-7. Only 14-7 with Cleveland, who I have, you know, in the AFC Championship, and I think that they've – really shown up for the yeah. most part since just that been week quiet. one loss, you know? Yeah. yeah. Go out there, get the win, move on. That's kind of what they've been doing. Their defense stepped up the last two weeks, obviously. Yeah. Um, I mean, last week was more of a Chicago game plan. Didn't really work out. Defense dominated yeah. Justin Fields. But this week, I mean, again, good defensive, only held them to seven. But, yeah, if you don't have a healthy Dalvin Cook – I think that changes a lot for them offensively because you don't have the run game to open up the passing game. They did have Madison last week who played pretty well. Stud. Um, yeah. But I just didn't think they figured it out this week in the run game for them. But, yeah, I agree with you. I think they're, they are a better team than what their record is. Um, but, yeah, they still got – I mean, that division still, I think, runs through Green Bay. Chicago is 2-2, two and two, but they're doing the whole Justin Fields experiment. They are. Matt Nagy is probably the new Adam Gase. I don't know if he's as bad as that, but he's going to be the one that is just the whole thing lead up to last the this past week of not naming your quarterback until like like, what what are you doing here? Like what are we really doing? So he just uh, I think his time is his days are numbered there in Chicago. Um, what was I going to ask you? I was going to ask you. Oh, the Colts. I. I mean, obviously, they're not my team, so I don't pay a ton of attention to them. But when I was watching part of the game, the record popped up at 0-3. I was like, wow. I didn't yeah. expect them to start the season 0-3. Yeah, they've been rough. It's been rough. I mean, they yeah. got a good win yesterday. Jonathan Taylor showed up, but it hasn't been great for Taylor before. It hasn't been good for Wentz. Their defense, and that's another thing. That's Their defense another, has yep. taken a big hit. So, it's uh, they, they still time to write the ship in probably one the worst division in football, like I said. Yep. So, they still are not out of it in any way but yeah yeah you would have liked to see a little bit more from Wentz when you got him yeah uh let's go Monday night closing out week four Raiders three and oh Chargers two and one Pat Daddy who you taking Ooh, I'm gonna go Chargers yeah I I I I like I still don't consider the Raiders a contender yet I know and I like Derek Carr and I've always liked him and I like John Gruden but they as crazy the biggest, as he is, <laughs> they're the biggest head scratching team. I think when it comes to this, because the, the once the time that you want to believe in them, they disappoint or lay an egg. And maybe this season is different. That's what we're thinking about. Like maybe it is different. And I think they're going to be in this game. But I just think the Chargers are up and coming, and uh, and they just have a lot of firepower. And I think those receivers and their weapons are going to outnumber uh, Las Vegas tonight. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. I think I I see obviously being somewhat of an offensive game, but I think the Chargers defense is going to win this game for the Chargers. Um, yeah, 
the Raiders, I, I think they're a good team, but they're the ones, like I said, I'm not, I'm just not there yet. Kind of with you. I have to see, this would be a game. If they win this game, yeah. then maybe I'll jump on and be like, okay, now they're legit because you and I sure. both chargers are going to be one of those teams this year all season long. And I just, Justin Herbert's going to win MVP at some point in the next couple of years. I, he I should. He keeps playing the way he's playing, but Mike I Williams he, is playing well. Keenan Allen, Eckler's healthy. He has like the best deep ball when he like the release, of the ball and the ball in the air, like he has like the best throwing motion. And like the yeah. ball is just like when it leaves everything, it just like looks so like effortless for him. So and his arms the best so strong, you know, right. He's good. But, yeah, we'll both, we could, we'll we take the Chargers. Him. We could have took him, but we took Chase Young. Now we're looking, really eating that one now. Let me ask you this. What is your best out of all your leagues so far, your okay. best fantasy pick? My best fantasy pick so far to start the season was Tyler Lockett. He was doing great because I yeah. got him in every league. I have him in he one, was, yeah. He was Tyler Rocket for the first two weeks. <laughs> yeah. But the last two weeks he's kind of simmered down a little bit. Um. Besides that, I think Matty Stafford was a good pick because I got him late mm-hmm. in rounds, and Matt Stafford was doing pretty damn good. Uh, but I think the biggest fantasy gem this year that is probably your boy Debo Samuel or or Cooper Cup. I have yeah. him just going nuts. I feel like I pay, play Cooper Cup every week, and he just goes ham sandwich on me. So that, that's always unfortunate. But uh, he's been good. How about you? I would say in the league, your league that I'm in with you, the best pickup I have was Debo. If it wasn't Debo. for Debo, there was a chance I might not have won this week. I mean, I do have Dak as quarterback, and he, thank God, had a big game. He's uh, leading in yards. He is, He's yeah. Leading in receiving yards, Debo, Samuel. Yeah. So, for me, definitely Debo's the one that's been uh, been helping me out, pull out some wins in, in this year. That's good. That's solid, for sure. What's your worst fantasy pick? So oh, far? or, or mo- I didn't say worst because again, a lot of football left. Most disappointing so far. Disappointing, I would have to say. Ah, oh, damn. I, uh, Antonio tough. Gibson's been good. Najee Harris has been good, decent, but I, I expected them to take a bigger step. Honestly, Najee, like I, I thought that they would probably be a little bit more consistent. I wouldn't say they were my worst pick though, but yeah. Uh, no, I'm sorry. You're, you, and you called this one. Let me just rewind. Forget I said that. Oh, I know what you're going to say. Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson. And what is crazy is, though. I feel bad for him. I, but he's cute. He normally is QB proof, like, because he's always had a bad quarterback yeah. and he's always still been good. But now he's just getting no love at all. Like, he's getting no targets, no volume, or they're just not like anywhere near him just not included in the game plan yeah alan robinson has been my biggest disappointment for sure um for me although this week he kind of had a little bit of a game but for me and a lot of it has to do because of tyler lockett but dk metcalf has been my most disappointing through the first couple weeks this week he kind of did a little bit for me so i was happy with that but i just as big and as fast and as strong as he is you see him as like one of those big dominant receivers and for whatever reason yeah, he just hasn't progressed into that over the end of last year on the start of this year. Um, right. But still hoping for hoping for a lot. Yeah, uh, we'll see. Who's your most inconsistent? Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Okay. Okay. Mike That's Evans. A good one. He a terrible week one, and then yeah. last night he started good, but like he hasn't really been relied on. So Mike Evans has been a big head scratcher. But I knew that kind of going in when you take a Tampa receiver that. He, he likes to spread the ball around, and he could go to Godwin. He could go to Antonio Brown, Gronk. 
But Mike Evans, man, I thought he would get in the end zone a little bit more. Yeah, for me, inconsistent in when I don't start him, he plays so well. And then when I do start him, he does absolutely nothing. And that's Marvin Jones. Oh, yeah. For Jacksonville. And I started him this week, and I was like, oh, he'll have a good week. DJ Shark breaks his ankle very beginning of the game. That's what they said, yeah. Marvin Jones, nowhere to be found. Nope. I was like, what the hell? (laughs) Yeah, that was a rough one. So that's the one that's just, do I start him? Do I not start him? I don't know. So we'll see. And Corey Davis, I mean, I started him the first couple weeks, and then obviously Zach Wilson didn't look great. So I was like, eh, I'm going to put him on the bench. And then dude blows up this week. And I was like, I know. I I saw it 20 points off the bench. Yeah. But it's been a little inconsistent for that's sure. Fantasy that's fantasy football. That's fantasy football for you. Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. Um, all right. Well, Major that's League it. Baseball. Oh, yeah. We got some. It's October now. So it is playoffs. playoffs. Yeah. Everything's solidified. I'm, I will toot my own horn. San Francisco Giants won the division. Yeah, Best team in did. baseball. Not they sure how it. they did, did it, but keep going, boys. I would love to see them keep going. That would be great. Yeah. And then we it's got hard to do that all year, too. Yeah, so. the wild card games. Who you like advancing? We got, got obviously, the St. Louis Cardinals got in there. And they then did. St. Louis got against, against the Dodgers. It's a one-game win-all situation. Scherzer's on the right. And then uh, Wainwright, I think. Yeah, I – um, The Cardinals <laughs> won, what, like 16 or 17 in a they row? They won a row, yeah. Seasons. I mean, that's pretty insane. I don't know if maybe – they sh- shoot their shot a little too early. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like that momentum going in. I know Kershaw's out. He will not be playing at all with the injury, but I don't think he had the best of seasons this year anyway, right? But you got Mad Max there. But that's the problem is you yeah. have Mad Max starting that one game you have to win. And yeah. I just can't, I can't go I can't go against him. Yeah, you know? yeah. And Trey Turner's hitting the heck out of the ball. I don't want to face our, the Dodgers. I don't yeah, but even though I think we won in the series this year, it's different in the playoffs. I don't want to face them, but I think that's just what's gonna end up happening. I'm gonna go Dodgers just yeah. for it, you know, because they're loaded and all and Mad Max, I trust in him for the one game. I think he's gonna deliver and they sure. just need a few runs after that. Uh, then we got, of course, the Boston Red Sox versus the New York Knicks. Would New it York, end any New other York, way? <laughs> New York Yankees. Yankees. I said New York Knicks. Look at me. <laughs> um, New York Yankees. Who you got? Um, I'm just going to have to go Yankees. I, they just have so much firepower. They do. I, they just have the bats. They have everything for that. Yeah, I know. It's hard to go against them. Too bad it's we hard. don't get a series for this. And, you know? Right. But, yeah. But I'll go with you, too. I'll go with the Yankees just because I think their hitting is just going to be the deciding factor. Yeah. This one, so. And then you got Brewers, Braves, and then White Sox, Astros. So Yeah, Brewers have been a fun team. They, they just keep They winning. have. Brewers have been awesome. And then White Sox, are just that we, we said that they could probably take the next step. And they, they did, you know, yeah. They got, they got the coach for it, so they, they might just be – he will advance too. And so. Astros are there because they're the Astros. I mean, the they're, Astros they're are just a good team. They're a good team for sure. They didn't cheat this year, but nope. they're just they're a good team. So. Yep. We'll revisit. Oh, All right. We will. Any, any World Series predictions? You're going to pick the Giants? You're going to go We're going to take the Giants. Okay. Against the Rays. The Rays. Tampa Bay. Going go. with give Tampa them, Bay Rays. Give them some love. Back to back. Let's Evan go. Longoria is going to play in the World Series against the team that he draft, that drafted him. There you go. That's my pick. There you go. You got the headlines for that. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I will say I'm going to pull for you. I'm going to go for the Giants, too. Right. I, I would like the Giants to do it. I just think that they're 
it, if there was a time where they would let up, it would have been already like they would have had it. They would have kind That's of lost what their I ride, feel. and yeah. they're going to ride that momentum all the way through. So I'm going to go Giants for that. And I actually think that the Yankees will get there. The Yankees yeah. too. So I Giants was going to go Yankees. Yankees until I looked at my paper and saw Rays. So I was like, ah, yeah. I'll go Rays. Yeah, yeah. But, but that'll be good too. So that'll be good. Let's see. So hey, man podcast number 28 sibs boys are back good monday night game really hopefully a really good monday night game um yeah. raiders chargers make sure you guys tune in uh outside of that we will be back with another one thank you guys so much for li- listening we'll catch you on the next one all right happy drinks peace